All right, welcome to This Is The Place, brought to you by We Own This Town, where we discuss the ever-growing and shrinking bar and restaurant options here in Nashville, Tennessee. My name is Matt. Across from me is Michael. Hello. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm I'm doing good, you know. I, I The sun is out later in the day. Uh, yeah. It's getting warmer. I received my second COVID vaccine last week. Well, dang. So I think very soon I will be going to eat inside a restaurant. This podcast is about to get a lot better. I think I think so. Yeah, that's why I brought it up because <laughs> it, not only is it maybe going to directly affect things I do at home and at work, but definitely with this podcast, it will open some things up for me. And also, my wife, she got her first shot nice. um, a couple weeks back. Uh, she works for health centers and she doesn't work directly with patients, but she got a phone call that, hey, we, we're going to have some wasted doses uh, if you don't oh. get up here. Yeah. And so she ran up to one of those centers and was able to get her first shot. So she feels very, very happy about that. I, bet. Uh, it, yeah, I know it was a bit frustrating for her. Just one of the many parts of her job was coordinating a lot of this COVID distribution and with a lot of the health centers. So she was talking about it all the time on the phone with Department of Health and and yet she couldn't get the shot and oh. now she got it. So she's oh, man. very, very happy about that. Yeah, that so, yeah. yeah. So we, you know, in about a month, I think we will feel uh, comfortable yeah. with going in, inside a establishment here in Nashville and mm -hmm. or anywhere and, right. and, and eating so so yeah we're we're doing we're doing good yeah that's extremely exciting uh, I think that's a nice reminder to listeners please pay attention to the vaccine news that's going around like around the time that we're recording this there's a huge vaccination event happening at Nissan Stadium there 10,000 people have signed up to get vaccinations wow. I mean that's awesome they're gonna do that again and again and just you know keep paying attention to the whatever Twitter or Facebook or Instagram you happen to use. And yeah. You can yeah. have an opportunity I mean, to get maybe it. Maybe there's, uh, you know, I don't want to say there's a light at the end of the tunnel, but, you know, I think with the administration announcing by May, hopefully there will be enough shots out there for everybody yeah. who wants to get adult that wants to get a shot. Yeah get one that you know we'll we'll be in a better situation than we were last yeah. year that's for sure i mean i don't want to say <laughs> things are going to be back and any sort of normalcy to how they were but it, it'll it'll be better i think everybody will feel a lot better the people that want to get the shot uh, hopefully that will induce people other yeah. people that are questioning everyone should it, get the shot to, uh yeah to get the shot if you so, don't want it i mean email us <laughs> <laughs> right. right. We're on Twitter at this is the place. That's right. We haven't, I haven't plugged that in a yeah, while. We have not plugged that uh, in a very long while. Failed. Yeah. Failed. This is T H A place. This yeah. is the place. This is the Instagram place. and Twitter. So yeah. So doing doing good. Ready for spring and summer. That being said, I am sad about a closing that oh, no. happened. What has happened? Well, what has it closed? Was, it, 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 and, and you know it very well. Uh, it, it's kind of, I mean, it's been closed for a little while now. When I say a little while, maybe a month. But I'm talking about Rotiers. Oh, yeah. Did you know that was closed? I did, but I can't say that I feel sad about it. Really? No. No. Is it because you never liked it or I thought it just... was fine. If it's one of those places, it's like a Nashville institution and it's been there for forever and it's got yeah. such charm and character. And I agree. It has charm and character in spades. Yeah. It's fine to eat there. It, it still was... had a Galaga machine. 
I mean, I mean it probably was there in 85. If and, the and, thing and, you love about a restaurant is the arcade games that they have, no, that's that was, not a good restaurant. That was an add-on, extra add-on. <laughs> that's all. That's all I'm saying. My my all-time favorite game was Gallagher. So I mean, it's just like, it's a it's a very meatloafy place. Like that's a place you go and get a meatloaf. It is. It is. You and, know? And, and and definitely the way you lean now you know that uh, yes. is not appealing but you're right i mean it, it was known as a meat and three right so if you weren't into just getting a vegetable plate then right you know and um, here's the thing about being a vegetarian that goes to a meat and three i love a vegetable plate give me okra for days right. love it right most of the time you can't even get a vegetable plate that's not been soaked in chicken broth uh, oil or, or, or you know yeah. some sort of meat-based thing like you that's can't true. even in the south you can't get green beans without bacon mixed in there <laughs> it's just <laughs> not possible yeah. so you know, uh, yeah, it really wasn't for me. I don't know. I, I, I'm not sad about it. I'm sad if they had to shut down, not out of a choice. If yeah. they had to shut down because of COVID sort of just destroying I, their business. I, I, I think it was something that was inevitable, whether COVID happened or not, mm -hmm. um, from what I understand. I mean, they did a couple of years ago go to a lunch only hours. I think they were only open 11 to 3.30. Mm, never a good sign. Every day. And... I think it was a slow, uh, slow death. Yeah, honestly, as I, I really think what and and then what hastened it was some realtor group out of Brentwood bought that like Emma's mm -hmm. uh, flowers yeah. and bought that pro whole property. Yeah. And I would imagine that all that is just going to get torn down, and who knows what's going to be there. I'm more upset about Emma's. You know, that to me is yeah. a Nashville. If you've never seen the Emma's Flowers commercials, <laughs> right. that is a Nashville institution. Yeah, and that pink building. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you, you can't mess it. I, I I mean, I think Emma's is it's not going anywhere. I think they're going to move or, you know, they'll still be around. Yeah. But, you know, I, I loved Rotiers. I, and, and, and full disclosure, I mean, I had not been there in at, at least mm. two years. Yeah. You know, when you're part of the problem. When I, <laughs> I am. <laughs> I admit it. Uh, but you know, I loved going there and eating. I mean, their hash brown casserole was, I mean, it was, to me, it was kind of like a better cracker barrel, I guess. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But you, you mentioned meatloaf. I mean, their meatloaf was to me the best meatloaf in town. Yeah. Um, I loved their fried chicken, uh, their green beans and their, uh, their hash brown casserole. I loved it. I mean, they were known for their cheeseburger with French bread. That was their thing. Right. I mean, I, it was just great. We, we used to go there. When there weren't nearly as many food options, mm -hmm. uh, you know, 10, 15 years ago, we went there a lot. Yeah. Will, you know, I will definitely miss their sign outside. Yeah. They had I a mean, very it's a classic cool sign. sign. Yeah. So I think the guy that um, Charlie, who was kind of the face of it more so than his mom when she kind of, I think she died like six or seven years ago. But, uh, you know, I mean, it, was, it opened in 1945. Um, I mean, they did it. They did. I mean, 75 years is a hell of a run. They did. A it. hell of a run. So you can't be too upset about it. But I think like the, the niece and nephew, maybe you're going to try to, uh, I, I don't know, uh, do something, but uh, somewhere else. But no. I, I, I have a feeling, I mean, it won't be the same. Yeah. So maybe we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But still, uh, you know, a little bit nostalgic for me, I would say more than anything. Right. But, uh, you know, still sad to see an institution. It is. Uh, it was in Nashville. Sure. Yeah. Uh, move on. 
in other news that I have heard about meat and threes that's positive, I think Arnold's has like extended <laughs> hours now. I, you know, I mean, they're taking advantage of the tourism, um, which is good on hundred percent. Yeah, because I saw there, it's like Arnold's at night or something. Yeah. I, I don't know what I, I don't think it's called that, but they're just open in the evening and they're doing drinks and other things like that. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's an institution. You want to talk about institution? Arnold's is an institution. Right. Yeah. Another definitely. one I would not be sad about if it closed. Honestly, no offense, <laughs> Arnold's. But. I haven't been Arnold's in forever, but it, it is funny how you, you know. If you read interviews from like chefs that are opening restaurants in Nashville that have come from New York or whatever, and they talk about like somebody asked them like, what, you know, what food do you love? Arnold's almost always comes up. And I don't know if it's because of it's truly amazing meat and three or if it's just an institution. I, I, I'm not sure. Yeah. I, I mean, it's great. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I haven't been to Arnold's in years either. Yeah. Um, uh, I can't get a side plate there without getting heart palpitations. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So, you know, it's, um, it is what it is, but Um, but I'm glad for Arnold. I'm glad for Arnold. And you know what I would be really upset about if it closed? I would be devastated. Copper kettle. (laughs) That's my jam, man. Really? Yeah. I love it. I love it. It is is good. I mean, we used to go when we lived over on that side of town, we would, I mean, their Sunday brunch, we'd go there a lot. Uh, they used to have that it, downtown location and it closed. I was like legit bummed. Really? Yeah, it was I great. I don't even think I ever went to the downtown It location. was pretty cool. I had a birthday there. That's how really? much I liked it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I will say I am happy to announce that an establishment just had their two-year anniversary. Okay. And it's a restaurant that we talked about a while back, uh, St. Stephen. I don't know if you remember St. Stephen is a restaurant in Germantown that opened up in the location that was originally Kutcheny and Keller. Oh, right. And that place lasted maybe a year. Mm-hmm. I I, th- I think I talked about it on either the first or yeah, second episode. You like love that chef, right? You, no, 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 no. no. So we're, we're, we're getting there. Okay. No, we're getting there. No, okay. but it was like, you know, German type food, really good. Mm-hmm. And... It uh, just, uh, I don't know, it just couldn't, it couldn't handle, I don't, I don't know what happened, but it closed within a year. And then Mop and Broom opened. Oh, right. Okay. And that's uh, City House, mm-hmm. um, the uh, Tandy, Tandy Wilson. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, he went in there and I, I don't even know if Mop and Broom lasted like eight months. Yeah. You know, it yeah. didn't, it was not there long. Yeah. Loved Cushioning and Keller, really liked Mop and Broom. And then St. Stephen opened it. But then I thought, like, is this one of those locations? You know, sometimes there are these these cursed buildings Mm, that just, for whatever reason, cannot hold on. These establishments cannot stay there. So I'm just just happy for St. Stephen that they made it two years. I mean, one year and then uh, another year through a pandemic. Yeah. That's and, insane. And uh, I think they're they're they just celebrated their two year uh, just a couple weeks ago. So I'm just happy for them. Yeah, congratulations. You know, I, I've been there a couple times. It's been a little while since I've been there, obviously um, because well, of the sure. pandemic. Well, you just got your second COVID shot. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can go back soon. Right. So kudos to them. I'm just yeah, j- just happy for them. So so yeah, and then anything openings closings you i can keep going uh Uh, unless you want to i mean i have uh i I wanted to give an update that uh on a previous episode i had mentioned a restaurant called 
uh, Cooper Branch was opening up downtown near the library. And it's like it's a vegan chain of restaurants. It's the world's largest chain of vegan restaurants. Um, And that opened up and I had an opportunity to go get some to go food from there. And I just uh, it's not going to be my like full pick for the week. But I just want to tell everybody that like it was awesome and they have a huge menu and. Sorry, did you say it's in the library? It's next to or it. Next to it okay. Yeah, it's on the same street. So, uh, you know, that little park that's right there by the library, mm-hmm. it's basically across the street from that. Gotcha. I think you All would right. you would uh, maybe projected that a subway yes, used to I be did. there. I, uh, yes, I did. I don't know what now. used to be there, but if it was a subway, it was enormous <laughs> because this place is big. Really? You know, there was no one in there. It was oh. definitely like set up to be not really dine in right now. Uh, it was right. definitely a to go sort of situation. I imagine during uh, work the work day, like during the work week, lots of people will be able to go in there and eat. Uh, it's it was really good, super good. So if you're looking cool. for like a, a vegan vegetarian option with a lot of variety, like big uh-huh. menu, it's a really good okay awesome. suggestion. Nice, nice. Well, right by it, I, I don't think we could not talk about this opening in I'm talking about the Fifth and Broadway. Sure, sure. Opening, yeah. And it is a huge place. They've been working on it for years. Mm-hmm. And it originally was the old convention center. The building was. I, I haven't. I, I don't know if they just tore down that building. They may have. Yeah. I think they did. Yeah. It's just on that lot. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I seem to recall them tearing down the convention center. So Did they? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know that that's a building we should have preserved. No. Oh, oh no. No, no, no. <laughs> My, you know, I, so, so. Twenty years ago, I was a bellman at the Renaissance Hotel, which was attached to the convention center, and I went there all the. I, I would take my bell cart um, when there was the scrapbooking convention going oh, wow. on at the convention center, and load it up at the hotel with scrapbook boxes and take them down to the convention center. Oh, and that's so uh, sweet, yeah. Uh, or the NAM convention, load it up with guitars and mm-hmm. and take it down there and. That's my association with that convention center. So I, I'm glad it is gone. I, I you know, I, I'm not, not that I had bad experiences, sure. but, you know, that was my experience with the convention center. I, 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 I was there a lot. <laughs> with scrapbooking. More than I, I wanted to be. So uh, I was there. I think I worked there a couple of years. But anyway, uh, so, yes. So Fifth and Broadway. One cool thing about it is that there is the first black owned restaurant downtown oh, now yeah yeah uh with slim and huskies opening mm-hmm. at fifth and brado which which is historic i mean i, I think it's worth men- I, mentioning it is historic and amazing and 100 flabbergasting that it's just now yeah that it's just thing. now like it's 2021 yeah it's unbelievable it's kind of, kind of ridiculous so I mean, congratulations. It couldn't be a better restaurant to be down there. Yeah. I mean, it's oh, yeah, incredible. Yeah. Totally. Those but guys it's also, are doing some amazing things. It, it, the, the, the mirror reflection is how shameful it is <laughs> right. that, that it took that long. But yeah. big ups to them for being in there. It's, it's really exciting. Yeah. I was, I, I, I was really hoping to actually bring some goodies from one of the uh, places down there. There's a Le Macaron French pastry mm. place. I'm, I'm familiar with most of the eateries. Um, well, some of them are brand new, but, uh, you know, like Shake Shack, Slim and Huskies, those are, you know, how to be. So those are the ones yep. everybody knows. But then there's like Cava and Eddie V's. Cava is a um, uh, Mexican place. But uh, Le Macaron, I, I, wanna, I was hoping to come with some macarons. 
uh, to for us to taste and talk about. Sure. Because um, that's like the one place that really interested me down there, but I, I just didn't have the time. Sure. Uh, next time, maybe. Well, I'll, um, I'll just dream of a small little cookie. Yes. Yeah. A little cookie yeah, sandwich. A little, little sweet thing. <laughs> but uh, it is, it's so there's a food hall with all sorts of different restaurants. And then the ones I mentioned, I think, are not part of the food hall that are they their standalone bigger restaurants within within Fifth and Broadway. And of course it is lots of retail as well. Sure. I mean, I can't imagine I'll be going there very often at all. I mean, can we be um, clear? This is a mall. This is a nice is, mall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a nice downtown it's, mall. I mean, it's a bunch of retail shops and it's a bunch yeah. of good places to eat like in one complex. Yeah. In in my brain that is a mall. Yeah. Yeah, they tried to do, you know, the current library, that's what they tried to do in, back in the 90s. And that was, I don't know why, what developer tried to do that back in 1990-whatever. Huh. Wow. Because it was, nobody was going downtown yeah. back then. But so it, it obviously, I think, is going to be catering to the people that are downtown mostly now. Which is fine. I mean, uh, it, it's great to have that establishment there. I think it's fantastic to have. Yeah, those, I'm not saying those that food, as food a pejorative. No, 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 not, not at all. No, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy that that space is being used in that way. I think it's great. <laughs> it is funny. Like, so we, we, uh, on a sidebar, we went. We just don't go down. I, I just don't go downtown very much anymore. We went to the Picasso exhibit. Oh right, and it, great. And uh, afterwards, it was you know mid afternoon on Sunday, and, and Libby and I were like, I oh, mean, we got to find some coffee, but we didn't want to you know try to park somewhere. And so we we uh, tried to go to Intermezzo, but it just didn't work out. But anyway, we got got caught in downtown traffic. <laughs> Oh, and it's the first time I just hung out. I've been down there in quite a while. And now that things are it's getting warmer weather. And uh, I, I think they're just they opened up bars. They open till one o'clock now. Yep. And they're just, you know, uh, more people down there, the party buses and whatnot. And and yeah, I mean, there was just like party bus after party bus after pedal tavern. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and <laughs> we were just laughing about it. And my kids are kind of quiet in the back. And then Julian just says. Where are we? <laughs> he was just like, "What is going on down here?" Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, that's that's valid. It's a fair question. Fair, fair question." Yeah, you know, I don't know if you heard or not, but uh, in downtown Nashville, COVID's over. Right. Yeah, COVID's oh, yeah, over. It's done. Yeah, it's, done. it's definitely not they down got, there. You got it handled downtown. Not down there, so. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'll go down to Fifth and Broadway at some point uh, just to maybe check out one or uh, I do want to get the, the French macaron. But, uh, but yeah. I mean, once I'm able to get into an Uber comfortably, I think, right. you know, going downtown, because I don't like dealing with the parking or paying for right. any of that stuff. Oh, I'm yeah, just yeah. not a fan. Right. Uh, so if I can take a ride share down there, uh, you know, once the vaccinations are done, then, yeah, I'd be excited to check it out. I'm looking at their list of eateries that are in the food hall, and there's tons of great stuff here, too. Like yeah. Coco's Fresh Italian Market is in there. Dasano Pizzeria, Donut Distillery, No Bake Cookie Dough. Okay, I'll eat cookie dough out of a mason jar. <laughs> well, why not? What? You know? Okay. That sounds fine. Sure. Uh, Taya San, that's, I've eaten there, I believe, before. Pharmacy Burgers in there. Oh, it is? Oh, in the in the food hall area? Uh, okay. Pharmacy Worst. That's up your alley. That is up my alley. Check that out. Yeah, and I think lots more are coming. There's a lot more listed on their site, too. I'll, I'll link it in the uh, episode description for all of y'all listening. But, yeah, there's this is like... It's 
so it's many a lot. places to eat. Yeah, yeah, can't even talk about everything. There's so much going on down there. So yeah, just you know, exciting to have that downtown. I will say there is a a, a new place that is opening in Franklin that I just wanted to briefly mention. Wow. It's, How did you even get this news? <laughs> oh, uh, you know, there, there are ways. Um, I think it's open. I'm not sure if it's open yet or not, but it, it is delivery only. So they're working out of another kitchen. But uh, you're familiar with Guy Fieri. Uh, quite. He is opening a flavor town here <sighs> in Franklin. Mm. And like I, like I said, it, it is a delivery only place. Uh so I'm not sure where it's based out of, but, uh, you know, say what you will about Guy Fieri. I mean, I, I, he, he, I think he's pretty a polarizing figure, um, but you yeah. can kind of assume what kind of food, lots of burgers, lots of wings. Let me tell you a story here, man. I got a story for you. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Great. So one, Guy Fieri gets shat on a lot. Yeah. And Guy Fieri, for all of his awful hair and terrible shirts and terrible goatee, his physical appearance that everyone wants to mock is actually a really good person. Well, that's what I've heard. Now I was going to mention that. I've just heard I'm from on various board people. with Guy Fieri. Yeah, that he's like super generous. Yes. Like using his own money and his own resources to feed like displaced people during California fires. Just right. out of his own initiative and pocket, like yeah. taking it upon himself to do that. Like he's a good dude. Yeah, yeah. I totally know. I, and I, I read that. I remember reading a little while ago that he raised like something like $20 million for the like restaurant association to like divvy amount people within the association could sign up and get yeah. grants basically right. from from it. I mean, whatever you think about the guy, he's obviously like very, very nice guy, very compassionate guy. Sure. So his diners, drive-ins and dives show, uh, if if he visited your establishment, it actually was very good for your business. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, unlike something like John Taffer's show uh, where he bar rescues. Like, oh, okay, I think those yeah, places yeah. tank after yeah, yeah. he leaves. <laughs> but Guy Fieri actually is, is a good thing. All that said, I have lots of good things to say about Guy Fieri. I went to Flavortown in Times Square. Oh, you did? Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, as a, as a goof. It. I had gone yeah, to sure. a very fancy event. I was in a suit. And I was like, oh, it would be so fun to go to Flavortown because that is the opposite of what I think of a Flavortown. So I went and sat down, Times Square, watching all these people come by. It was awful, Matt. It was <laughs> awful. We ordered a plate of French fries uh-huh. and two beers. Okay. $50. Oh now, these are New wow. York prices in Times wow. Square, so I doubt that's yeah. what's going to happen in Franklin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our table was nasty. There were flies oh, in the place. God. I believe it, that establishment has since shut down. <laughs> Um, but if Flavortown can't make it in Times Square, where can it make it? Well, that's I, the perfect I, place for it. I, yeah, we think so, but it, it might make it in downtown Nashville now. To go sounds who, who way better. Yeah, none of those flies yeah. or dirty tables. You can yeah. just get your fifty dollar French fries to go. Right, and and you can get your donkey sauce. Get your donkey sauce for you know? sure. So, so I, I'm intrigued, but also don't live in Franklin, so it's not. An yeah, option. Uh, this is more informational. <laughs> I'm not saying that I know you won't get it. Yeah. I'm not going to do I don't yeah. They probably won't deliver up here anyway. To our Franklin listeners, our Franklin. please hit us up. This is if the place. Yeah. And let us know what you think about Flavortown. Yeah. Yeah, please do. <laughs> Moving on, I will say Tailgate Brewery. They, I, you know, we we talk re- about restaurants all the time. We used to talk about bars a lot more, uh, breweries a lot more. But I just wanted to mention that 
they have a certain beer called Thanks Paul that uh, I think this is the third season that they have put it out and it's a hazy IPA. I think it just came out. You can get it at any of their locations, but it is. So thanks, Paul. Paul McCann is the National Predators announcer and the can just looks amazing. It's okay. a picture of him and a picture of Crazy Kyle, who is the organist. Okay. I mean, oh, yeah. it, it's like illustration. Yeah. Um, and then I think uh, maybe uh, Peke Ren is on there as well. Uh, but it's a pretty popular beer. I've had it. I think I had it last year. Very good. And I mean, the Predators need all the help they can get right now. It's not good. Oh, are things not good? Oh, God. I'm so I'm so no. out of the loop on sport. It, well, it, what is happening with the Predators? Very briefly, they're terrible. Oh, they're just a bad team. They're yeah. I mean, no. I, I thought I, you meant I thought you meant they needed money. Oh no 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 no. I I don't I don't, I don't think they need money. No. I think they're doing I think they're doing okay. No, it's just uh, <laughs> who cares if they're bad. They'll yeah. just they'll just play again. It's fine. <laughs> they it's will fine. continue to play. Yes. yes. People yeah. get so pent up like I can't believe my team lost. Wait, I know. wait 8 months, buddy. They're going to play the same thing again. It's going to yeah, be fine. That's true. You're going to be That okay. is true. I I, I think they're going to get a reboot. I think a lot of the people they, ha- they have almost the same group of guys who went to the Stanley Cup like 4 years ago. Mm. And you know I, I don't keep up with them enough to know like what the who's better and who's not and like what happened why they suck now. Uh-huh. But they do suck now. So I think they're going to be They still got Nash? Of course they got Nash. That's all you need. Who yeah. cares about the rest of it? <laughs> Nash is the only important part of the Predators. Okay. All right. Well, you know. He's Nashville's best mascot. I said it. Really? Yeah, for sure. Who, I know we whatever. got the soccer team coming up. They're going to have a mascot. Oh my god. But it's not going to be better uh, than Nash. Have you heard the um, theme song for the soccer team? That you know, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I have season tickets, so I'm 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 on board yeah. with yeah, uh, yeah. NSC. Now like, I'm excited I mean, that it exists. I, I love it. Um, and of course, we didn't go to, weren't able to go to like hardly any of the games. They they finally opened it up, you know, this fall. Yep. And I went to, I think it may have been the last game of the season. And there was a theme song um, that they played, the Na- the National Soccer Club theme song. And it's... Is it a honky tonkin'? No, it's not. It's supposed to be this like inspiring, like get up. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's weird. It's like one of these like slow songs and does, and then in the chorus does the ooh, ah, mm-hmm. like sort of thing, yeah. you know. Anyway, it's terrible. Yeah. And I'm going to have to be listening to it a lot i think when talk i talk to, to me games. in a year and i bet you've come around because no you're way. gonna hear it so much no and you're way. gonna love the team so much you should watch the video of it because it's kind of hilarious okay anyway I'm taking a note <laughs> <laughs> thanks paul tailgate brewery it's back it's in season if you liked it last year go check it out this yeah year. i will definitely check it out i hadn't heard of it until now you know i love a good ipa so yeah 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 it's great so you want to talk about any food that you've yeah i actually recently i went to a place this week i have once again i have a spot on my list that i've now neglected for multiple episodes but it's an it's a place that's been around for a while okay so hopefully it'll stay around for a while i'll come back to it i ate at and i know i'm going to butcher the the pronunciation here e piece e piece i think it's a piece uh e p i c e it looks like the word spice 
starting with the letter E. Yeah. Um, it's a Lebanese bistro. Mm-hmm. It's down in 12 South, um, right at the very end of 12 South. Um, the proprietor from Kalamata. The proprietor from Kalamata started, started it. it. We got to go food. Um, we had hummus. Phenomenal. Yeah. Like, it's hard to mess up hummus, but it's also hard to make memorable hummus. And this was yeah, memorable yes. hummus. Yes. Very good. Yeah. Uh, falafel, super good. Like, mm-hmm. definitely tasty. Right amount of uh, moistness. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we both had salads: the epis salad and the peasant salad. Both wonderful. Like, really flavorful. Yeah. Like, goat, some goat cheese in one of them. You know, some uh, just just great ingredients. Like, really tasty undertaking. I was really yeah. pleased. And then I snuck in a side of potatoes because I just wanted to know what they do with the potatoes. What do you mean? You know, I ordered all this food. I got salad. I got hummus. I got yeah. falafel. That's a that's a that's dinner. A meal. That's yeah. a full dinner. But I also ordered a side of potatoes because I needed it. <laughs> okay. I needed to know. Yeah, yeah. And the potatoes are sort of like uh, shredded, like a fingerling potato almost, like a French fry, like in that yeah. shape. Whew. So flavorful. Oh, Unbelievably man. good. It's funny because we were talking about that place uh, maybe two weeks ago. We went there when it first opened. And it's been open for a while. Yep. And we knew that the owner of Kalamata's, you know, is his his deal, and 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 we we loved it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we went back once, maybe. I just don't get on that side of town sure. very often anymore. But yeah, I I remember thinking the same thing. I, I mean, the hummus. I'm sure it's the same hummus that was at Kalamata's back in the day. I would I, I would think so. I don't know. Yeah. Um. But it was it was great. And that's what I think Libby brought it up a couple of weeks ago. I was like, man, we need we need to go back there yeah. because it's been too long and it's too good. Yeah. I um, can verify you should go back. Yeah. Um, the interior of the place is beautiful. Like it's really well done. This really interesting stone mm-hmm. structure on the walls. There's a nice patio out front that you can sit at. And then these times, yeah. that's definitely yeah. uh, a plus. Maybe, maybe get your vaccine first. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a little pricey. I mean, it's a high end place. It's like, it's not like Kalamata's. It's not casual like Kalamata's. So it was a little more expensive, but I think the price and parking were my only complaints. Everything else was extremely. Yeah. Just real briefly. I mean, I think we used to go to Kalamata's and Green Hills years ago. Have you been there at all? No. Um, We went there. Well, it must have been pre-pandemic because we went and ate inside with the kids. Um, It must have been right before before that because it hasn't been that long. And I don't know if he is putting everything into uh, a piece or or what, but it was it was it was not good. Oh wow! It was that's upsetting. I loved Calamari. They I don't I don't. It was weird. It, it really was a weird experience. Uh, first of all, they I guess just because it's Green Hills, they jacked up their prices. It used to be very reasonable. Sure. I mean, it, granted, it had probably been close to ten years since I. But uh, they had actually structurally changed a little bit you know they the uh establishment next to it they uh, took that over took that over mm-hmm. tore the wall down so it's bigger it used to be pretty tiny and i don't know it, it i mean i ordered some of the same stuff i used to order maybe it was the price a little bit that mm-hmm. stung that i felt like <laughs> it was just lunch yeah and you're like 20 dollars, like, jesus for the four of us and with kids menu um items i think it was like almost 60 dollars you know it was and it was 
all I can say it was an, just a weird experience. It was it was just disappointing. That's yeah. all. Because I used to love, love Calamatis. Part of it was atmosphere, the owner being right there uh, doing the salads and everything and yeah. talking to everybody. And uh, this was not the case at all. And it was just, it was, it was just odd. Anyway. Well. Uh, no, I haven't been there in a really long time. I try and avoid Green Hills at all. Yeah, at all costs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, even though I know the back way into Kalamata's, still not going. Yeah, don't like Green Hills. No reason. But you know, it beats. Yeah, no, no, no. Great. It, it is, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I who, who knows what's going on, but Ipice is fantastic. So we will maybe be going there in the yeah. In the future. As a vegetarian, there weren't like a ton of options, which I was sort of surprised at. Actually, I really thought that there would be sure. more options for vegetarians, uh, but there are a lot of meat options there. So it'd be really interesting for you to visit and give me your perspective on. Yeah. Uh, what you had. I think there was only like one other item I could have ordered, which was the roasted vegetables, which I will order in the future. Uh But, you know, I was feeling the salad. Salad looked really good. So, yeah. Yeah, totally. Cool. Went for it. Well, a couple of weeks ago, we were wanting to get some pizza and I had heard that there was a new chef at the Van Dyke Hotel. Uh Uh, And he has is the Van Dyke. Where is that? So that's right next to Bongo yeah. on the east side. Got it. Right by in five points. Right, right in the heart of five points. And so I can't remember the chef's name. I no reason to mention it. Uh, I, I'm not sure where he came from, but he is running the kitchen there now. And it's called St. Vito. Foc- it's Focaccia. Focaccia. Focaccaria. Oh, I'm going to have to see that one. Focaccaria. Yeah, I think maybe that's right. So uh, it's a very, very small menu. It's it's only a couple of pizzas. So it's Sicilian pizza. Okay. Okay. So it's called, I'm going to spell it, S-F-I-N-C-I-O-N-E pizza. Spell I it actually, again. I actually, I, I, I pulled up how to pronounce, and I'll see if you can hear this. Sfincione. I hear it, but I can't repeat it. Sfincione. Sfincione. Okay. So it's. So I think when most people think of Sicilian pizza, you think of like Chicago deep dish maybe because that's, I think, kind of based in Sicilian. You know, it's more thick, thicker crust pizza. It's square or rectangle pizza. But this is what they call it is Sicilian street food concept. Okay. Okay. And And also I wonder, like, I feel like in the last year, street food is the buzzword. Oh. Now, you know, I used to be like, I don't know, farm to table or whatever. Uh-huh. And now like you got Hawker street food yeah. and you got Chattable, which is Indian street food. Yeah. And now this is like Sicilian street food, which that's an aside completely. That's a know. great observation. Um, very true. I, I don't know what I mean. I think it, they're trying to say, oh, it's these this like very easy, you know, cheap, except none of it's cheap. I know. Well, when I think of street food, I think of what I call street meat. Right. Which is like you find a hot dog vendor and you eat that. Or in San Francisco, there used to be just like there used to be just food vendors that were selling, you know, random stuff, uh, random meaty items. Right. And they were ultra cheap and ultra fast. And the quality was questionable. Yeah. So it's it's odd (laughs) that that is the new farm to table because it's like it kind of is, you know. Yeah, I know. I mean, not that I'm knocking it. It's 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 fine, but it's but it's pretty funny. But anyway, so St. Vito they have a couple of items, and it's the classic uh, Vito Sfincione. Sfincione. And the potato Sfincione. 
And you can get it by the slice or you can get it by the rectangle. Mm -hmm. By the pie. Whatever, by the pie. Thank you. Uh, so we got the potato because I was just like, what? What is that? And yeah. It's very curious. And so, so it, it, it's focaccia. So it's not it, it it's not Sicilian like thick deep dish. It's very so. Uh, um, the the um, the reason they they call it sufficione is because that means sort of like spongy mm-hmm. in Sicilian. I mean, so focaccia bread is. One of the best breads. Oh yeah, you you're a big fan. Yeah. Oh okay. It's incredible. Yeah, no, it's good. And and so this is almost like uh, I don't want to say a dessert, but it's very. Uh, I mean, you definitely can eat it as a meal, but the bread is very soft mm-hmm. and spongy. Yeah. And even though it is thick, it doesn't yeah. taste like oh my god. After one small slice, I'm going to like right. sit on the couch yeah. and fall asleep. It's not very dense. It's not dense. Yeah. yeah, 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 totally. So we got the potato. The potato is great. It has potato cream on it and crispy fried potato toppings. You know, it, it, it was it was really good. I will say, Libby, she uh, went to go pick it up and she had to go. She had to wait because it it does not take long to cook. And she got there and the guy was like, look, I'm sorry. I I overcooked it and I'm making you another one. Oh, wow. Well, that's a nice attention to detail. And yeah. And so she was like, well, I guess I will sit here and have a drink. And she just, as an aside, the Van Dyke, she was just like, we need to go have a drink there. Uh-huh. It, she was like, there there was one other couple at the far in the bar. Just mm-hmm. not, I don't know if it's because it's a hotel or, or, or what's going on with it. But she was like, nobody was in there. I felt totally fine having a drink there, but she's like, the bar is like super cool. It's a very cool. You know, it has a a back patio too. Like a very, no, I I didn't know that. I wouldn't call it spacious, but Uh there's a, there's a nice area in the back with like AstroTurf and uh, picnic tables and you can have a drink outside. So you don't even need to feel super comfortable being indoors because you can take your drink outside. Now that, now that it's springy, Uh uh, that's definitely an option. I love Van Dyke. Like it's, yeah, such a weird outlier for five points uh-huh. like it does not have the right vibe for five points right it seems very clean and corporate mm-hmm. right like three crowbars just right. sort of ramshackle like right the bike shop there is very diy yeah. and, and yeah, yeah. fido's been there forever and has like a board game studio in it or whatever like right. it doesn't have the right vibe but it's a good bar yeah for sure yeah i've never been in there and I know Mickey talked about it uh, quite a while when it first mm-hmm. opened, and he really liked it a lot. So anyway, that was just a plug for the bar itself. Yeah. Regardless, love the pizza. I thought it was I thought it was really good. So if you're looking, you know, I think you know we had talked about Roberta's uh, New York style pizza a couple months back, and this is not that at all. It's a very very different style. Oh, I'm of, extremely of excited. You're talking about focaccia based pizza. Yeah. Those are worlds that I didn't think could be combined. Oh, wow. Okay. So I can't wait to try that. Great. Great. I, I want you to, uh, the classic looks good. I kind of wish we had gotten the classic. I will say, you know, two pizzas uh, it, it won't be cheap. Um, it, it, <laughs> we, we only got one. We're like, kids, you're going to have to get the Totinos. I'm sorry. We're getting right. the one. Uh, well, one kids love Totinos. Yeah, they do. They, they would not have liked these anyway. Yeah. But I'm definitely going to try the classic soon. Yeah, the next I'm time. I'm going to visit again some sand fido yeah so. it looks like there's a smoked eggplant one as well mm-hmm. um and an olive verde 
with a, a bunch of words I don't know how to pronounce. Yeah, this is uh, pretty interesting here. Yeah, it's cool. So I hope that sticks around. I hope they're, they're doing well. But uh, anyway, uh, we definitely appreciate the attention to detail uh, that they gave us. And love it. You know, it was a great pizza. Yeah, I love it. I uh, love to hear it. I'm excited to try it. And yeah. we'll do so. I got one other thing. Do you, you want to go ahead? Do you got something else? No, I'm, yeah. I'm going to hold off. Let's hear what else you got, and then we can get into our music. All right. Sounds good. What you got. All right. So so I'm from Memphis, right? I yeah. think that's well established. Correct. I'm you from are. Memphis, and I like my barbecue. Yeah. And so there's a new barbecue place that I wanted to check out. Okay. And it's called Shotgun Willie's. It has been around as a food truck first in 2017. And then they opened up in May of 2020. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. I opened up a barbecue shop. And it's on the corner, basically the corner of Gallatin and Riverwood. If you know where Sip, the coffee place is. I do. We love. Mm -hmm. uh, That's our our local coffee shop. Yeah. Uh, It's across the street, kind of diagonal across the street. Okay. But it's it's attached to a a bodega that's right on the corner. So deep into Inglewood right there. And so kind of backstory, I think the guy's from Houston. So it's it's Texas style. Shotgun Willie is a tribute to Willie Nelson. I believe that's actually a Willie Nelson song. Okay. And they have a out front uh, small patio area inside maybe four or five tables. It's not a huge place. Uh, I think half those tables are roped off. So, right. Um, right. but you go inside and, and you realize like, whoa, <laughs> this guy loves Willie Nelson. <laughs> it is a lot of Willie Nelson memorabilia decor on the walls, like oh. everything from albums to uh, pictures to whatever. Hey, when you and, got and, a, and Texas, obviously. When you got a theme, um, go with your theme. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? So I, I will say the Nashville scene, uh, he, they won Best Barbecue for 2020. Oh, so open in May, one best barbecue 2020. So there was an expectation going in that, yeah. you know, this is yeah. going to be some some good barbecue. The bar is way too high. Yeah. Yeah, totally, totally. So since it is Texas barbecue, I ordered brisket and I ordered a four bean baked beans on the side and a poppy seed slaw. Ooh, that sounds good. I'll go ahead and start with the side items. Okay. The four bean baked beans. I think it's the best baked beans I've ever had in my life. Wow. It was, and I, I we need to find out if it, there's any animal product in it or not. Because, <laughs> I mean, if you like baked beans, like. I love a baked you, bean, but I'm, but what you're describing, I can almost guarantee you that there's something animal based in there. Good, good chance. <laughs> good chance. At a Texas brisket barbecue place. Yeah. So it, it kind of had a um, mildly tangy mustardy mm. uh, flavor yeah. to it. That's That was kind of the flavor. Um, but the bean, oh my God. I mean, so good. Good Really, bean. really, really good beans. Okay. Uh, so I was so happy about that. I love slaw. The poppy seed slaw was really, really good. I mean, I, I love, I don't dislike most slaws. It takes a lot for me not to like a slaw. Mm-hmm. I mean, I loved KFC slaw back in the day, even though it was like Oof. 80% sugar. Yeah. 
this law was was great. I mean, it's very light, very, mm. very, very, very light. Uh, not too like vinegary. No, not too vinegary. It definitely had a little bit of that, but it, you know, definitely tasted the poppy seed flavor. It was good. The brisket. I realized that I'm probably biased because Memphis barbecue. I mean, it's pork, right? Yeah. Brisket is cow. Right. And I thought it was okay. And I think what has happened is I think I finally have just come to realize that I'm just not a fan of brisket. Mm. I just, I, I just, I think it, I, I, I just, based on where I'm from and what I grew up with, I prefer ribs and I prefer shoulder. And I, I love shoulder more than anything else. Mm-hmm. You go online and you see people talking about how amazing the brisket is. It's just so, so good. So good. I mean, best of Very, 2020. Uh, Nashville scene said it was the best of 2020. And it and it's good. It is good. I mean, it was very tender. Um, I tried both hot sauce and mild sauce. The best thing about it was they you get your sauces, you got your brisket, and you get a side of pickle, and you get uh, onions with it on the side. I, I think like vinegar, mm-hmm. uh, soaked onions. And I, I putting the onions on the brisket was the best thing. I love that. It was okay. good. It made it better for me. I just I just don't like brisket. I think that's what the deal is. Mm-hmm. So. I want to go back and and try the ribs. Yeah, I think you got to. I think uh, you owe it to yeah. Shotgun Willies to to give them another chance. Right, right. And they do have shoulder, but I'm always like, they're from Texas. Do they really know how to cook shoulder? Because it's a different thing. See, they that's even worse. You got to go and get. You have to order the thing that you like. I understand you're from Memphis, but. Yeah. You're trying to compare this. Like, I think comparing brisket to shoulder is apples and oranges. It's a different animal. Like, it is. It is. No, it is completely. And, like, so I've friend, like, I'm, my wife, like, I think she prefers brisket, you mm-hmm. know, and, and I'm always just like, am I missing out? Am I like wrong? But, it, it, you know, it's just people have their preference. That's all. That's all it is. And it's maybe based on history. I don't know. Yeah. Um, sure. So he's there, like, I mean, he's, and he's slicing the bit, I mean, the brisket's right there on the slab, and he's, like, slicing it, and it's very, I mean, it's for real, you know. <laughs> it's obviously a real deal sort of place. Yeah. But I'm I'm just, yeah, just not my thing. So I will go back, and yeah. I will try the ribs, and I will try the shoulder. Mm-hmm. I will say it seems like it's a pretty popular place, so their hours are Wednesday through Saturday, only for lunch. 11 until 3, 3.30, or until they sell out. Yeah. And so I got there at noon, and their chicken was already sold out. Right. When I drive by there, uh, coming and going down that road, almost always I see the sold out sign on there. So I think they pretty much sell out of their meats. You got to get there early. You got to get there early. Yeah. I mean, by 2 o'clock, you're, it's probably too late. So I would say if you want to go there for lunch... Be there for lunch. Yeah. There by noon. Yeah. Be yeah. There no later than 1, 1 if you want to eat. But uh, it's a cool place. I mean, I re- really like the place. And it's. I think it is getting popular. I, I think both people in front, just by hearing, I just was there by myself, hearing them in front of me and behind me were from out of town and had heard about it. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Their sides look amazing. All yeah. of them. And the amount of praise that you gave the sides that you did have, I, I got to tell you, you got to go back, man. Like, yeah, you got to try it again. Yeah, I will. I will. I will definitely. I don't really endorse so. you going eating more meat, but <laughs> right, in this right. case, they've won so many accolades. Yeah. I think now that your expectations are tempered a little bit and you're going to maybe order something that you know you like. Yeah. Could be a better experience. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I will. I, I will say that they seem very socially conscious, which is very cool. They do a couple of things. They talk about like where they get all their meat from. Sure. Uh, they talk about how they're doing the recycling. And they also talk about uh, how they are trying to reduce their carbon footprint with using TerraPass, mm -hmm. if you've heard I'm of that. I haven't heard of it, but I'm looking on their website and see that they use like renewable energy credits. credits. Yes. So so I, I totally give props to them for that. You know, they're they're trying to do their part to make this place, this world better, which sure. is awesome. Yeah. So fully endorse that and I will be back soon. All right. And I'll give you a report on the shoulder. All right. Yeah, please do. You want to switch into our closing it out with music recommendations? Yeah, let's do it. I will say, uh, first off, I so I've taken to pandemic, you know, everybody changes certain behaviors. They do new things. And one thing that I have started to do is jigsaw puzzles. Okay. You know, you're trapped in your house. What are you going to do? I don't think you're alone you in that, doing... Matt. You know? <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I, I'm sure. But so I think... Um, Probably the week after we recorded last, I listened to your recommendation, the uh, Les Ailes, mm -hmm. and like I listened to it twice in a row when I was oh, working great. on my jigsaw, jigsaw puzzle. I think it's great. Like I purchased it, yeah. um, very very like impressed. I don't know who did the arrangements. Uh, I don't know if that was McCarthy or or yeah, me whoever, either. but um, I really really dig that record. Yeah, Riley DeGarmo kicking butt with that. That's the yeah. main songwriter's name. She's uh, fantastic yeah yeah good so choice. you were are you saying that your your recommendation is also part of a jigsaw puzzle or are you just <laughs> no you're just i was giving just, me accolades. i was just saying again i'm giving you accolades because oh, wow. i listened to it two times uh, straight in oh, a row that's great that's yeah. amazing much appreciated yeah Glad. definitely uh, you want another recommendation? Yeah. Okay. Well, he, this one is, I really love this a lot. And uh, it just so happens that it's almost, it's near and dear to your heart almost. Okay. Interesting. You'll understand once I tell you the name of the band. The name of the band is The Feature. Okay. Singular. Huh. Not, wow. not The really? Features that huh. you all may if you are from Nashville you are likely familiar with the band The Features yeah. which Mr. Meeks was involved with for a very long time yeah. I spent a great deal of time with yes. The Features yes. this is The Feature okay singular uh it is a collaborative project between two electronic musicians Eve Merritt and Adrian Frank both of which create uh, their own solo stuff sure. which is great in its own way but they've come together have put out one song called space freeway and it's under the name the feature and i just interesting i love it it's a like a kind of long form dancey sort of number uh very spacey i mean it's yeah. called space freeway and it lives <laughs> For good up reason. to the name eve Merritt and adrian frank i really like a lot of what they do on their own adrian frank generally has like some more 80s style production and Eve Merritt is much more just like uh, cosmically out there. Um, but the two of them together, really, it really works very well. Awesome. So there's only one song currently, but a uh, an album is supposedly on the way. So uh, Bandcamp? Bandcamp for sure. So uh, I will link it in the episode description. Highly recommend checking it out. I will. Being on the forefront of knowing about the feature. Not the features. I know. The feature. I like that. It's a whole new guard, Matt. Like, it is. Our oh era gosh. is officially oh over. God. There was a band called yeah. The Features that was popular for 20 years. Yeah. 
And now it's time for the, the, feature, the feature to take over. I appreciate it. I wonder if they've ever heard of the features. That's the thing. I don't think they have. I'm sure they haven't. Yeah. Young kids. Kind of love it. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I my recommendation, I, I don't think we ever talked about this band. I, I, I want to say we did, but, I, the, the, but then I'm thinking maybe we didn't. So they had a record come out last year. And again, because of the pandemic, fog i don't remember when it may have been in september or it could have been in may sure or april but did we ever talk about peel dream magazine nope so let me ask you something and this is a, a rhetorical question for you <laughs> do you like my bloody valentine yes indeed and i think this is a rhetorical question for you as well do you like stereo lab yes indeed then i think you will like peel dream magazine wow that's, they, you've you've now set my expectations. Well, sky so, high. So uh, so, uh, they're from New York. Listen to the most recent record that came out uh, last year, the first track, and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa wait, wait, what B side from my bloody Valentine is this? Mm-hmm. I mean, it is ridiculous. Okay, how much it sounds like my bloody Valentine, but in the best way possible. Sure. I yep. mean, it, it, I I think they're trying to not rip off my bloody Valentine. I think they're just doing their own thing, and that's what the first song is. You listen to track two, and you think, "What B side from Stereolab is this?" <laughs> Did I? I know they put out lots of EPs and singles, and it's very easy to miss songs from Stereolab because it, they have a very very deep catalog Mm -hmm. but what is this and then you listen to the track three and you realize oh this is peel dream magazine Uh and they get into their own groove i think after that so like the first track i mean it it is it's kind of comical how much it is like my bloody valentine with not only the guitars but even the back and forth between the singers the kind of cooing a blend of butcher that you know from my bloody valentine with kevin shields yeah it's kind of more like the early earlier stuff like the pre-loveless stuff a little bit and then you get into the next track and it's Lab, and and then it it's more vocally kind of like letitia sadler and 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 mary hansen like the way they played off each other in the Lab early days yeah which is different from my bloody valentine vocally definitely so you hear that and then and then they kind of get in their stride of being who they are i think there's always obviously elements of their influences and in the music but it's a a very very enjoyable record interesting is is this a full length or an ep yeah yeah it's a full length is this modern metaphysic no that's their old one is it moral panics it's agitprop alterna okay yeah, the the artwork's amazing. Like all their artwork, just as a cohesive unit, is really impressive. Yeah. So, anyway, if you're fans of those bands, you will really like this record. I mean, and I, I think they kind of keep on getting more into their own. Sure. And I, honestly, like I, the last like four tracks are my favorite, because um, I feel like this is them. This is their sound. Uh, you know, it, it definitely. Uh, harks back to what I mentioned earlier, but it's not that it's kind of their own thing. Yeah. And that ends really, really strong. So yeah, I love that record. I mean, everybody steals from everybody else. Like, yeah. D- not even intentionally, but you, you listen to my bloody Valentine, then you become a musician. 
that's right. going to influence you. Yeah. It's going to happen. But I think at first you're like, is this my Bloody Valentine karaoke or what is going on? <laughs> um, I personally, like, I mean, they're one of my favorite bands. Yep. And if you can pull it off and it sounds great, then I have no problem. Sure. You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm always up for a new My Bloody Valentine song. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's great. Uh, it, 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 it's really, really I love good. it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a puzzle and listen to this and do a puzzle while I <laughs> you listen should. to You might listen to it twice. Yeah, probably will. <laughs> I'm excited. It, it's a quick it's a quick 40 minute record i would definitely recommend going with this record the last one is good but this one is is where they're start to fantastic i'm i'm so stoked your recommendations thus far have all been uh very solid so i'm excited to listen to this one as have yours thanks so anyway it's been uh it's been fun and we'll do this again very soon yes now that vaccines are coming out man we can start eating in more places and doing this more regularly very very exciting we can be in this room together without masks and a a glass shield between us yeah yeah (laughs) i'm looking forward to that day so in the meantime remember to eat up drink up and if anybody asks this is the place to be see you next time thanks bye the show is produced by We Own This Town. Find us at thisistheplace.show. Find us on Instagram at thisistheplace and on Twitter at thisistheplace. 